0: People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.
1: Episode four, honey. Yeah. It's very exciting. Over a thousand downloads so far at jasonbailey.com. Even more exciting. Woohoo. Is that something you say out loud or in the podcast world do people look down on you and say, that's all you got?
0: I don't know if the people in the podcast world are listening to us. That's true. I don't know. I've been (laughs) friended by a
1: lot of podcasty people lately. I'm like, I usually don't accept people that I don't know, but I'm like, I better get in on
0: this. What are they trying to sell you?
1: There was a guy, (laughs) matchmaker.com, trying to sell me guests, I think. And then there was somebody else that wanted to do our graphics, you know, but that's all like, uh, you know, once you have a podcast and maybe, I don't know if we have success yet or not. People want money or something from you.
0: Yeah, it's just like when you get spam mail, like physical mail. They just look your number up or your your address up on some registry, and then they're like, "Oh, Oh. send it out."
1: Well, I want to do that because I want money. Yeah, I want somebody to spend money on this show. (laughs) Right, that'd be nice. Uh, all right. So, so far, so good. Hey, before, you know, start of the story uh, for this week, uh, Nate has put together a black cloud hotline. I know we've been talking about this the last couple episodes of like a few, and I know I've had people reach out to me on social media going, dude, totally can relate, dude. I've got like a similar story, dude, you got to hear it. So here's what you can do. You can call this number. You can briefly leave your black cloud moment. And uh, if it's good, you know, we'll play it back in a future episode. Uh, But the number is four, seven, zero, three, one, five, one, one, zero, three, four, seven, zero, three, one, five, one, one, zero, three. That is the official black cloud hotline, which is very exciting. Right. And it goes straight to Nate's phone.
0: Yeah. Blow it up.
1: Yeah. Blow it up. It (laughs) rings all black and it's kind of neat. So I hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. Um, My wife got me a gun. I got her sunglasses. You got your wife, what? A shirt. A shirt, and she got you. A toothbrush. A toothbrush. So we're killing it over here. Yeah. In Georgia. Uh, The one thing my wife was hinting at after I'd already gotten her these sunglasses that she wanted was this ridiculously expensive ring. Um, And uh, I was just like, you know, what do you do? There's no way I can afford that ring. Truth be told, I didn't even really like it. That's another problem I have. It's like, she wants certain things, but I don't like it. So I don't get them for it. Like, I love these shoes. Those shoes are ugly.
0: Yeah. And you got to look at them.
1: Exactly. really, I should have some type of say in this stuff. So uh, I was like, I got to find a way to get her mind off this ring for Valentine's Day. So Nate COVID bullies me because he's had COVID and I have not. And he convinces me to go to the casino, which I've been avoiding during COVID, for obvious reasons and i was like well i don't really want to go but this would take her mind off the ring because she was she's an enabler she was very excited she was rachel was like beside herself so i went i bought her an outfit because you know we haven't I, it was the first time i wore jeans in a year when we went up to the casino in murphy north carolina hmm. And I bought her an outfit, Yeah, you know, I got her some uh, Lysol, some wipes, I got her uh, to go straw. you know, everything, like I was hinting at it. And then the last thing was I, you know, got her some vodka and I put it in a different room in the house and our daughter was upstairs and I counted down to three knowing that she would know where we were going. She screams <laughs> and she screams. I hear from the basement here in the Golden Scissors studio where I put the, uh, where we do the podcast and I put the bag, I hear... Holy fuck! You're fucking kidding me! My
0: wife cusses so bad.
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. She's excited. So
0: we had up there, and it really wasn't that bad. You know? Yeah, it's probably cleaner than a lot of the stores you go to around here.
1: Well, I think some of it was a little smoke and mirrors. You know, they wiped down the tables, and I play Mississippi Studs, so they wiped down the tables after every person, but the rag didn't look like it had anything on it.
0: What do you mean? Like a it- didn't have any dirt on it or any cleaner on it? Cleaner. Oh. Yeah, it just looked <laughs>
1: like it was a rag. You know, but they were going around and they had like a disinfectant gun, like this industrial thing. So it wasn't all that bad. We're having a good time. You know, it's it, it's not, you know, everybody wants normal. I think we reach, you know, for the normal a little bit too much. I know I was over the weekend. Uh, but it was a nice break to so wear normal clothes to be around people. I wasn't too afraid to be quite honest with you. You know, I shaved my face afterwards because I realized if you've got a middle school beard, like the one I sport that a mask on for eight hours is not very comfortable.
0: Oh yeah. Probably a little prickly.
1: Yeah. Like if I would have like those, those good, uh, lumberjack beards, those manly beards, Mm -hmm. nice and fluffy, be a different story. So we're playing blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, We uh, we've got some friends up there that's uh, they gamble. Those are gambling buddies and one of them smokes. So there's no smoking inside the casino. So we have to go outside to, well, they had to go. We went out there with them just to, you know, get some fresh air and take a break from the table. The table was cold. And so we go outside and uh, they're smoking their cigarette and, you know, everybody's in like this little smoking thing. And we kind of went off to the side you know, so we could still see them. We were talking to them. We were like, it's too much. Let's just go over to the side and chill out. And we're just chit-chatting and whatnot. And this is the black cloud moment because this happens to me more than it should happen to a normal human being. And that is a completely drunk stranger approaching you during a pandemic with their mask down, wanting to explain not only their life, but also share the odd past of their wives life, who is about 10 yards that way. And so Rach and I are talking, this dude, young dude, good looking guy, like beelines for us for whatever reason. And he goes, Hey, don't worry about it, man. I don't have COVID. (laughs) That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) Like there was no prelude to this. There was no before. This was just him seeing two people standing outside of a casino in the dark, wanting to go up, pull his mask down and tell us this.
0: That's odd. Why wouldn't he just leave it up? I have no idea.
1: It's better. (laughs) So I'm like, it's all good, man. You know, and I kind of take a step back into the side. And, uh, you know, then you're in this uncomfortable area. Like, you know, do you pull your mask up? Cause you're outside. So I did actually, I pulled my mask up and he's like, Oh, I understand, man. It's all good. Like, I don't give a fuck if you understand or not, dude. I was like, I don't even know you. You don't want to be a dick. Everybody's there having a good time. You know, it's like you let a lot of things slide. I'm not, ai actually hate people in my personal space in my bubble. And he was very, very close. But the kicker to this story is him explaining his life, why he would approach me. Outside and I'd had a few drinks in me and I just, you know, and I was doing well at the tables. Actually, I left up, uh, which was great. I just don't know why somebody would do this and why it happens to me as often as it does. Take a guess. The next thing he says that involves his wife, Nate. About COVID? No, has nothing to do with COVID. Mm. Just out of nowhere. And there's people that were able to hear this and listen. Now, I don't care, but I would never do this if my wife's past was this. And there's nothing wrong with having this past, but I don't know if I would scream it to two complete strangers the way this guy did outside a casino. Uh,
0: did he, was she like a anal porn star? Close. Just a regular porn star? <laughs> Still close. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No. She had- yeah, go ahead have a kid with a porn star <laughs> get rid of the porn star uh, okay. but just
1: stay in the vicinity like you're almost touching my ding dong you're about on my inner thigh
0: uh she can do this cool trick with uh, some <laughs> ping pong balls <laughs> no
1: <laughs> she's a stripper
0: oh uh, okay okay
1: but who the fuck walks across a room or well, not a room but an area where there's a bunch of people hey man that's all right i don't have covid dude do you know my wife used to be a stripper
0: That's really weird.
1: Is that not the oddest thing ever? Yeah. Now, just imagine how uncomfortable that made me and Rachel feel.
0: Yeah, I I would feel awkward.
1: If I weren't the way that I was, being in this business for as long as I've been, it would be really, that's all I could think of. I was like, if you were talking to normal people, because we're not normal. If you were talking to normal people, especially an older couple, right? They would think you're fucking out of your mind. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're, 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 you're like bull charging over to me to tell me that your wife used to be a stripper. And then I'm like, Hi, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? What would
0: you say? Um where actually I probably ask her where she stripped at. Okay. Yeah. Well that's a good question because that's what I did. Know. Okay. <laughs> that's all I had. You yeah. know, who, what, when, where, why, right? Especially when you're in the middle of nowhere, kind of. I
1: was like, huh, that's cool, man. nothing wrong with that. That's exactly what I said. Hey man, that's nothing wrong with that, dude. I've worked in a lot of those strip clubs. Where'd she where strip at? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Boys. The, yeah. the
1: pancake battles. Trying to bond now. Now you're trying to figure out his angle. Like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. It's gotta be more to the story. Uh so she used to be a dancer in Atlanta, right? Okay. Um, And then he goes to tell me that he lost his virginity to her when he was like 16 or 17 years old. This is all, mind you, within five minutes outside of a casino in Murphy, North Carolina, in the smoking section.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: And they went their separate ways. They ended up marrying other people, having a bunch of kids with those other people, Finding each other after all these years, like 30 years or something, or 20 years, whatever it is, and getting married and having more kids. They've got like eight kids. Jesus. Right. And then he wanted to tell me how much he made for a living. Of course. Which, I mean, wasn't anything crazy. I don't know why you would tell. I'm a complete stranger. Who the fuck does this? It's so weird. Why do you tell? Why why do people? I know I'm not the type of person that looks inviting, I know for a fact. And it almost pisses me off. Like I've been told my whole life, bull in China shop, right? You're not approachable unless you know me. You're not, would you say that? Yeah. Okay. That'd be right. Not very compassionate, not understanding. The truth of the matter is I just don't care. I really don't care. Uh so like when somebody does this, it really kind of pisses me off because it makes me feel like I'm some type of wimpy dude in the corner wanting attention like he had the balls enough to come over to me kind of get in our space and then proceed to tell me how his wife was a stripper
0: yeah it's just odd that he would even with anybody not even just how you look or how you are just that that's not a story you tell, tell people
1: again if i weren't the way i was and my wife weren't the way she was uh like understanding of people like this I don't know. Like, I, I think a lot of people would be like, dude, get away from me. Yeah. I wouldn't, why nothing, are you telling me this? Yeah. Why are you telling me just get, get just away? So he's telling me all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Then the stripper wife comes over and she was definitely a stripper. Uh, because from a distance, she was a 10. The closer she got, it dumbed down to about a five or a six. <laughs> <laughs> Total stripper move. <laughs> you know, it's like shallow Hal <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or or uh hall pass. Have you seen the movie Hall Pass? Yeah, yep. Where where they at the end they the older guy who's the stud and they're trying to pick up chicks at the club and he's like, no, 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 no. Watch this. He takes his hands up by his eyes. And he does uh, like that Vogue thing, and he's like, yeah, put her in the box. And she turns out to be ugly. <laughs> she wasn't an ugly girl by no stretch of the imagination. But she. it was funny because when she was walking over, I was like, wow, dude, nicely done. In my head, I'm going, wow. I mean, that's a, that's a stripper that's aged really, really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Good
1: for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, little, she's retired. Little golf cleat action in the cheeks. <laughs> I got it. All right, I understand. So anyway, she comes over, she's like... <laughs> Why do you keep telling people I was a stripper? So this guy does this to his wife all the time.
0: That's really weird. He's like proud of it.
1: Is he? Or is he embarrassed and that's his defense mechanism?
0: Well, nobody would have asked him that. So I think he he wants to tell people that. And he's obviously, he got back with her. I think he thinks it's cool. It's like dating a a celebrity.
1: Yeah, well, my wife's a real estate agent. and I mean, I tell people so she can get business, but... I don't go around, and the first thing out of my mouth is, "Oh my God, my wife's a real estate agent." <laughs> it's just, oh my, just go around. And go, oh my God, my husband's on the radio; he's a radio personality. That's just weird to to open up with. My wife's a stripper. He, he didn't even tell me what he does. Like, I don't even remember what he did. All I remember is his wife was a stripper, but that's like all he wanted to talk about was his wife stripping.
0: Yeah, I don't get why you would say that to just a complete stranger.
1: Yeah, it was just a very odd moment. So anyway, they were both sitting there, me and Rach outside, and uh, he continues to talk about her stripping days and you know, how we'd go and see her, I guess, and how she was a stripper and how she was married and how they have all these kids. And, and the whole time I'm just thinking, I'm going, <sighs> out of all the things that could have happened, one of my biggest pet peeves is having to hear someone else's story that I don't give a fuck about. I just don't care about your life. I don't want your life. I don't want to hear your story. I think if it were different, how it was approached, I would care. Like I'd be it. I mean, cause you're out, you're having a good time. I mean, you beat me up for this all the time. Be more social, Bailey, go out, you know, learn about people. I do. I love learning about people. I like to people watch. One of my favorite things in my entire life of America is going to the mall, sitting in the food court and watching overweight women eat hamburgers. I love that. <laughs> you can tell a lot about somebody, how they eat in a food court at the mall. I love it. And if you, if they're crying, That's even better. That's like one of my favorite, favorite things to watch an overweight fat girl eat a hamburger. That's messy and cry at the food court in the mall. You can't beat that. Oh no,
0: (laughs) that's a unicorn.
1: (laughs) That's great white Buffalo. (laughs) Total great white Buffalo. But this dude comes over like, so I was thinking I'm going, if he came over to me, I think I wouldn't have been so, you know, irritated or whatever, you know, as far as black cloudy. Uh, If you would have come over and just been like, Hey dude, you got a light you know, that, that smokers thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, man, I'm sorry. I'm not here with my buddies, but I can get you one. So I go over, you know, my head, this is how it went. Hey, you know, great. Let me grab a light and grab a light. Come on back. Uh, here's a light dude. I would have even lit it for him. I know guys aren't supposed to do that, but you know, light it for him. Uh, and, uh, he's like, thanks man. <laughs> Where are you guys from? Yeah. Atlanta. Where are you from? Atlanta. That's cool, man. I was like, Oh, you're by yourself. No, my wife's here. Oh, that's cool. I man. Where's she at? over there smoking. I was like, oh, you guys come up here often? Yeah, we come up here quite often. Cool. What do you do in Atlanta? Well, I, you know, drive for Uber Eats? Oh, cool, man. That's all. I don't know what he does. Yeah. Oh, what's your wife do? <laughs> Nothing now, but you're not going to guess what you used to do. See, that would have been different. That's how you ease into that we're
0: now friends conversation. Yes. It's not so direct. But I wonder if he, uh, maybe, I mean, they have a lot of kids. Maybe he's trying to pimper out a little bit. So he's just kind of throwing throwing it out there. Hey, if you're bored, my wife's a stripper, got a room upstairs. So it's funny you say that. I'm going to finish up with this. Okay. I
1: thought the exact same thing about an hour after this conversation. Because I see him walking around the casino, and he's with his buddies. And it's your typical stripper crew, like strip club crew. Yeah. You've got the affliction jacked up juiced guy.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No.
1: You've got the strippers. So, her and her friend, who's nowhere near as hot as she is. And then you've got kind of the awkward guy. You know, he's yeah. the guy that'll like
0: slit your throat. Yeah. You know, and he pays for it.
1: And they always are in a gang. Right. You know, I'm surprised he wasn't starting his own lawn care service. And my experience at strip clubs every stripper's boyfriend was day he was starting his own lawn care service
0: yep that right. was like
1: the go-to job like hey mercedes what you want you want to go back to my place No, i've got a boyfriend oh what does he do well he just started up his own lawn care service what do you do Well oh, can't compete with that
0: oh, yeah oh, he's shit a, he's a
1: landscaper oh. <laughs> how am i supposed to keep keep up with johnny's green grass grower lawn care service you know, so anyway, I thought about that, and Rachel even says that to me. She goes, "She goes, what if they were trying to, you know, get some weird foursome, you know?" And then in my head, I'm thinking, you know, now I'm automatically thinking this dude pounding my
0: wife. Oh, you like? You think he might want to switch? Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Swappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that stuff happens all the time. Oh yeah, especially yeah. up there. So that was my first
1: thought. After that thought got into my head, that she put there was him. Pounding her, which made
0: me feel uncomfortable. The guy pounding your wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you didn't think about the other way around. Exactly. That's what I should have thought
1: of, be pounding his wife. Yeah. But I'm thinking the opposite way, which makes things really weird. Mm -hmm. So just a little FYI, not everybody likes the, you know, NWO life story especially when it's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to ease into shit like that. You can't just scream across the smoker's deck that your wife was a stripper and expect to have some normal conversation.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Hey, honey, remember when we got herpes? You don't bring that up. Where'd you meet your wife? Well, the AIDS ward at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to share this needle? <laughs>
1: hey, dude, you got a cigarette?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, keep downloading these damn things. It's great to see how many people are into these black cloud moments. I think you like the time. I think you like the stories. I hope so, at least. Share them. Ford them, heart them, like them, download them, thumbs up them, do whatever the hell you got to do to them. Just make sure people get them uh, and are enjoying them, right? Uh, that black cloud hotline that Nate has set up. So maybe next week's episode, we could play a little clip from your shitty life four zero or four, seven, zero. 470-315-1103 that's the phone number appreciate you listening until next time bah.
0: people have said it for years Bailey you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time now there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph welcome to Bailey's black cloud podcast